join me today. You're listening to Hope for the Uprooted, and I sure hope that I will give you some hope and encouragement today. I I thought to myself, what in the world am I going to talk to these women about today? You know, have you ever just like felt like you were at a loss for words? I really try to uh, speak on matters of the heart and on things you're dealing with through the change and loss in your life and being uprooted. Of course, always giving you biblical principles and practical tips and hope from God's Word. And today, the Lord just put on my heart, Susan, you need to talk about lost and found. And let me tell you how that got started. I was at Costco this week, just kind of looking around, and I saw a lady's purse sitting right there in front of me, wide open. And I knew what had happened. It has happened to me before. You set your purse down to look at something, and then off you go, and you forget it. There is that panic when you realize you've lost it, uh, that panic until you can find it again. So I waited around. I saw an employee, and I said, Oh, uh, Miss, someone left her purse here, and I'm sure she's panicked, and I'm sure she'll be back, but you might want to take it to Lost and Found. And she said, Oh, I definitely will. Thank you so much. So off she went with the lady's purse to Lost and Found, and in the meantime, I pull out in the aisle and see this woman running frantically to me or towards me to the very area that I had just left. And I turned around and followed her back. I could tell immediately that she was the lady that left her purse. And I said, excuse me, did you leave your purse here? And she said, oh, yes, yes, I'm just panicked. And I said, I saw it, and an employee took it to Lost and Found. And by that time, the lady came back and said, oh, yeah, I just took it, and yada, yada. And so you could see, I could see the sense of peace the sense of just relief written all over her face and in her body language. And I thought to myself, that was a lost and found situation. How many times are we uprooted by change, uprooted by loss? How many times have we totally been in a panic situation until we found what we had lost, until we found that sense of self again, that sense of who we are, that feeling of not only have I lost my identity, but I've lost everything about the who that I am being involved in any kind of change. There's just that echo of emptiness in your heart when you've gone through a huge change and your loss is so great and you feel like until I find myself again, you're panicked. Your whole countenance is uh, so in disarray and so diswrought. And I saw that in that woman as she ran towards me. How many times have I lost my identity through not just a move, but through uh, through the loss of my spouse, through teenage years, through 
financial hardships, through any kind of loss, but especially the loss of the sense of self, which affects thousands of uprooted women. I'm teaching a my class right now after the boxes are unpacked and so many of those new women in class have lost their identity. I have one pediatrician in there who said to me, you know, I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't know if I'm a corporate wife, a mom, uh, a carpool, PTA, um, pediatrician. I don't even know who I am anymore. I've been so uprooted and I have lost that identity. And she said, I feel so fragile and I feel like I've been lost through this huge change in my life. And you might feel so lost that you feel invisible to those around you. And you feel that loss of identity. And many times it's because you don't, uh, you haven't created that new place, that new sense of community. Uh, you don't have any history. You don't have any friends in the place that you've just moved to. Whether you've downsized or retired, whether you've moved because you just want to be in a new location, you have that basic need to be known and to be accepted and to be loved. And you do feel lost. You do feel like that, that nobody knows you. And you feel totally like you want to run and find yourself again. Um, and of course, we always want instant results. And we want people to know us and to know about us and to have friends and to have that deep sense of belonging met. And we feel inadequate and we lose our confidence. I don't know about you, but that fits me to a T. You know, I feel inadequate when I'm going through huge change. I feel um, totally like I've lost the who that I am. My confidence, I've lost all my confidence. And and I feel like, why can't I get a grip on life? Um, I don't know. It's just that loss of identity, that emotional survival that we go through when we go through change, when we go through that um, upheaval and that being um, kind of stranded on an island of aloneness. And, you know, it takes courage. It takes courage. It takes being brave. It takes stepping out. It takes reestablishing yourself and putting down roots, I don't know, having an identity crisis, being lost, having lost ident your identity, you begin to doubt yourself. Will people like me? And, you know, am I, am I going to make it or am I going to come out of this a whole person? And, and who is that whole person? And, you know, it, it just, it, it's very, very hard on, um, on ourselves, on our emotional being, on our spiritual life, because we begin to doubt. If we doubt ourselves, then we begin to doubt God. And we think, I've not only lost myself, but I've lost my connection, my identity. And 
I don't know, I've even had an identity crisis and uh, trying to find again my place, you know, trying to become rooted and grounded. And I get real insecure and, you know, I get in the pit and I think, you know, I can't do this. I'm not up to it. I am totally lost. And then I do a downward spiral. I don't know about you, but I can take on a downward spiral and end up in the pit and have the biggest pity party ever. And yet, my friends, even though we might lose our confidence Maybe we have lost our identity. May I tell you with all the assurance that you can find your identity in Christ, not in what you do, not in your appearance, not in your performance, not in all the um, accolades that are... um, spoken of you for those that know you, not in your status. And of course, there's nothing wrong with any of that. But it's when your identity is wrapped up in all of that, then you feel like, I am lost. And what's it going to take for me to find myself again? And just as that woman ran and saw her purse and picked it up and regained a sense of composure and peace, when you find yourself in Christ, you will regain that sense of peace and that sense of security and that sense of who you are. You may lose your identity, but you can find it in Jesus Christ And only in Him will you feel totally, totally complete. I love the scripture, um, Proverbs 3.26, For the Lord will be your confidence. And in 2 Corinthians 3, 4, and 5, such confidence we have through Christ, not that we are adequate in ourselves to consider anything as coming from ourselves, but our adequacy is from God. And then there's Isaiah 43. 1 and 4, I've called you by name, you are mine, you are precious to me, and honored, and I love you. Oh my goodness, this is all, this is where my identity is, my confidence is. Um, The loss of self, that sense of self is found in Christ. I can't help but think of the story of the woman at the well in John 4, that the verses 1 through 30. I encourage you to read through that. Oh wow, talk about finding her identity. She was spiritually lost then found with the help of Jesus. And, you know, she wasn't even referred to by name, but only as the Samaritan woman. And many of you, if you're new to a community and you haven't put down roots and you feel like you've lost that sense of self, you might just be known as the new woman on the block or the new woman in the community or the new woman at work. And I imagine the phone is ringing. I want to remind you, sidebar, that I'm in my office and that you might hear the phone ringing, you might hear the computer dinging, um, but just tune it out like I am and we'll keep on going. But I imagine the Samaritan woman 
who was so used to many trips to the well to fill her water jar, with tattered clothes and frayed and smudged with dirt, I would imagine that she felt like she didn't have an identity. And most likely those things about her formed her identity to those around her. Many of us might feel like a Samaritan woman, like nobody knows our name, like we are really um, known by perhaps how we dress or what we say rather than the who that we really are. And yet, the Samaritan woman encountered Jesus. He asked her for a drink of water, strikes up a conversation, and that conversation changes her life forever. Oh my goodness, so many times I realize how I am much like the Samaritan woman, as all women are. We yearn for that unconditional love and acceptance. We are looking for security and significance. We want to belong somewhere or to someone, and yet, and yet, the Samaritan woman wasn't called by name, and no one cared to know anything about her until Jesus entered her life. Can you relate? If you've been uprooted, if you've moved to a retirement community, if you are uh, left a great profession where everyone knew you and everyone called you by name, and yet you you moved somewhere out of a divorce situation or uh, a career change, you realize that you've lost that identity and then kicks in that loss of confidence and that loss of self. And yet, and yet, as we look for security and significance, as we want to be loved and accepted and belong, we know sometimes that not only does no one know us, but we're only known, as I said, as that new woman who just moved here. And you could be in a retirement activity, a place that's full of activity. You could be in a wonderful church and yet feel like you've lost your sense of self. And you're just the new person that lives here and has just moved in. And then, of course, kicks in that loss of self-esteem and self-image and self-identity. And that's why, that's why it's so important to know who we are in Christ. Because our security is in knowing we belong to Jesus. Our significance is found in Him because He knows our name. He knows our story. He loves us unconditionally and accepts us no matter who we are or where we are. I want you to just listen to me now. I want you to close your eyes. Don't close your eyes if you're running or walking. But just take a minute and close your eyes because I want for you to discover your identity. I want you to find your identity just as the woman did at the well. I want you to take a good look at who you are in Christ. Because you see, you may feel lost. You may feel disconnected, disillusioned, discouraged. You may feel like that you're so overwhelmed that you don't even have a clue who you are, where you're going, and what you're going to do next. And yet, I want you to take a look at who you are in Christ. So I want you to close your eyes and just listen to me. And I want these words to penetrate your heart. You are His treasure. 
You might not feel special. You might not feel like anybody would think you're special if they knew you. But listen, in God's eyes, you shine and sparkle, girl. You're like a treasure chest full of jewels to him. He has chosen you, you to be his own treasure. And you are precious to him. You see, you're, you, you may have lost your sense of self, but you can find your identity in him. Deuteronomy 7, 6, the Lord, your God has chosen you to be his own special treasure. And you know what? You're incredibly loved because God loves you unconditionally and his love for you never changes, never changes. And some of you have never experienced that kind of love. His love is not based on performance, how good you are you know, what you do, what your credentials are, and isn't that a relief? But let me tell you what, God's love is unconditional, and it always remains the same. Jeremiah 31, 3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Listen at that. He has chosen you to be his treasure. He's loved you with an everlasting love, and you're accepted with no strings attached. He accepts you just as you are in spite of your weaknesses, your failures, your history, your story, your background, your flaws. He accepts you with no strings attached. You don't have to be perfect to be accepted by Jesus. That's pretty awesome. Romans 15, 7, accept one another just as Christ accepted us to the glory of God. And you are valued beyond measure. God cherishes you. He adopted you as his daughter. You are a daughter of the king, a child of God. You're a member of his family forever when you accept him as your personal savior. He sent Jesus Christ to earth to redeem you and you have no greater value than that. 1 John 3, 1. See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us that we would be called the children of God. You are called a child of God. You are valued beyond measure. Can I just tell you again, not only are you valued, you're accepted, you're incredibly loved, you're his treasure. Get that in your head. Get that in your heart. And God designed you uniquely. No one else is like you. You're one of a kind. You think, you think I'm not good enough. You think you don't have what it takes. You think, what have I got to offer? You know, nobody knows me and I've lost my identity and I'm not even sure who I am. But guess what? God has a purpose for you. He created you. He continues to form you and mow you. And he has a purpose for you like none other. Hold on to that. Psalm 139, 13 and 14. You formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And guess what? If God formed you in your mother's womb, do you think he's going to forget you when you come unraveled? Of course not. When you feel like you're losing it and you've lost it, he's not going to forget you when you come unraveled. You just need to seek him and find him and find the who that you are in him and then everything else will begin to fall into place. And he knows you inside and out. He knows you better than anybody. 
better than you know yourself. He knows your dark side. He knows your secrets. Nothing is hidden from him. Well, you are the real deal, and he knows you inside out. Psalm 139.1 Oh, Lord, you have searched me and known me. There is someone that knows your name, that knows the who that you are, that loves you unconditionally. You are found, my friends, in Jesus Christ. You may be lost, but you are found. Isaiah 43, 1. Do not fear, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Oh my goodness. The next time you say to yourself, I've lost my sense of self. I've lost the who that I am. I'm not sure who I am in this upheaval in my life, in this change in my life. I thought I knew, but I'm not sure. I've left myself somewhere maybe on a stack of of items in a store, so to speak. In other words, maybe you've left yourself somewhere in a box that has been unpacked, and you need to unpack yourself as you unpack Jesus. Or maybe you feel like I've lost myself because I've left myself behind, and you want to run back to where you are, and you want to find yourself again, and yet God has something new for you. He's brought you to a new place and he's going to lead you back to everything that you lost to fulfill you like never before. And you will find a new you in Jesus Christ. You will find a new purpose. You will find your new identity and you will realize how much you are loved. God doesn't waste anything in your life. And when you have that sense of panic, that sense of, oh, I'm lost. I've left it behind. How can I find it? And you run towards that. May I say, my friends, run toward Jesus. Run, don't walk to Jesus. Because in him, you will find the who that you are. You may be lost, but you can be found again. Never forget how much you are loved and how much, how much, my friends, that God knows you, that he will find you wherever you are. And he loves you for a long, long time. He's loved you and you will find yourself again. May God instill in your heart right now a sense of peace. May he give you uh, at this moment the beginning of restoration, the beginning of a healing, a beginning of a renewal, because you see you, you see him, you either see him up, dis, up close or you see him at a distance, but you're running towards him and you know in him that thirst will be quenched. If you're out running today or walking or cycling, hard. Run hard. Run to the arms of Jesus. You may be lost, but you are found. Have a great rest of the day, my friends, and I'll see you soon. 